Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dirty Devotional Podcast. Hope you are having an absolutely blessed day today. Zach here. If you're brand new to this podcast, I try to bring 10-minute devotionals to you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and I hope it's helpful. I hope it makes you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. I hope it's applicable to your life, um, something that is the uh, cornerstone of this podcast is a messy life requires a dirty faith. Um, and so I hope today I can make that statement true for you. Um, I want to give a shout out to all those listening. Um, man, my dirty fan, those who have continued to support this podcast, I'm grateful for you. Whether you're from North Carolina, from Georgia, uh, from Missouri, from California, um, even over in Australia. Um, listen, I'm grateful for you. I'm so, so grateful for you. And I would love for you to reach out to me if you haven't yet. Um, I love hearing from you guys. love hearing your story of how you found the podcast, how it's impacted you. It means the world to me. And I love to be able to share that uh, with other people. Uh, but today I'm going to talk a little bit more, um, kind of a follow-up from the last podcast, the last episode. And so if you haven't listened to uh, 83 yet, uh, episode number 83, I want you to pause this and go back and listen to it right now. Um, then I really believe the rest of this content is going to make more sense. Now, you don't have to do that, but I do believe it would be helpful. Now, in the, during the last episode, we talked about this idea of um, being able to uh, kind of disconnect uh, from people that hurt us and how, to, um, and how that removes power from them, how it um, adds power to us, and it provides a place of rejoicing and rejecting. And we we talked about this specifically through the story of Joseph, and when Joseph was sold by his family, his brothers, into slavery, uh, and that completely transformed his life uh, to where many years later he is now second in command to Pharaoh, and now his brothers unknowingly are bowing down to him to get food because there's a famine. And Joseph, it's over the course of two chapters in Genesis, is able to forgive his brothers um, for what they did. And here's the thing is, uh, most of us could not do that. I'm just going to be straight up with you. I hold on to grudges like um, you wouldn't believe. I still remember people who still owe me lunch money uh, back when I was in middle school. I remember the people who called me fat in middle school, uh, the people who stole uh, my Clux Deluxe sandwich at um, when I was in lunch, and let me tell you, it's funny how half of these are food, uh, but it's true. Food's important to me. Um, but I hold on to grudges, and I'm sure you do too if you're listening to this, if you're honest. And so how, how do we um, do this thing of forgiveness? How do we practice forgiveness in the same way uh, that Joseph does when he has kind of like letting go of this atrocity, this trauma uh, that his brothers have put on to him. And I want to start this with an incredible podcast I listened to um, last week. A friend actually shared it with me. And Lisa Turker has talked about two parts of forgiveness. Uh, she said forgive. there's uh, one part of forgiveness that we have to do, and then there's another process of forgiveness that we have to do. And here it is. The first one is we have to forgive 
uh, the fact that something happened. So in Joseph's situation, it was the fact that his brother sold him to slavery. That happened. All right. So you have to forgive the event, the moment, the fact that it happened. That one's a little bit easier to do and it's when you acknowledge that. But the second one um, is a little bit more difficult. And that is the process of forgiving the impact of that event. And so it's one thing to forgive the fact that Joseph's brother sold him into slavery. It's another thing to deal with all the um, insecurity, the uh, self-doubt uh, that I'm sure Joseph faced, all the anger issues, the fact that he was thrown in jail later because of the situation his brothers put him into when he sold him into slavery. And so forgiving a fact of something and the fact of the event is a little bit easier, but it takes a lot longer to forgive the impact that something like that has on your life. And so I want to talk a little bit about that process and how to do that when it comes to the impact um, of someone else's decisions when they affect your life. Now, our last episode, we talked about how the sum of your life is greater than one person's decisions. But the reality is, is one person's decisions um, can greatly affect you. And so how do we deal with that? How do we forgive that? How do we move on from that? And so here's what I want to tell you. I'm going to say this in two different ways. Uh, But the first thing is this is the hurt that they caused you is an extension of unresolved hurt in their life. Let me say it again. The hurt they caused you is an extension of unresolved hurt in their life. And so the truth is this, is that hurt people hurt people. Let me say it again. Hurt people hurt people. People who have been hurt prior in their life, who have dealt with things from um, their interactions from other people, uh, from their family members, from past relationships. They have been hurt by that. They have been traumatized by that. And the fact that they haven't resolved that and dealt with that leads to them hurting you. All right. And it's important that we start there because everything else is going to feed off of that one statement that hurt people hurt people. And here's why we have to understand that is because the first thing we can do is we can empathize with that person. We can empathize and understand the fact that somewhere we can know that somewhere in that person's life, that whether through their family when they were a child, whether through um, their relationships, whether through um, someone else's decisions, um, they have been hurt, which has led to them to act and respond that the way they act and respond. And so when we empathize, and what I mean by empathize is we put ourselves in their shoes and we try to make sense and try to um, assume the best even when it's difficult, Um, even when we really want to assume the worst and just assume people are just sucky people. I want to um, challenge you with this thought. No one woke up and thought, I really want to ruin this person's life. I really believe that. There's a, um, a course of events that happens that leads to someone being reckless, um, being ruthless, being hurtful. And when we empathize that with that, it gives us a better understanding of this fact that hurt people hurt us. Um, and here's what that leads us to is we can empathize without excusing. I want to say that because we're not excusing what happened um, because it played a huge part in your life. But when we empathize with that, we can gain a better understanding, which is the next point is we can understand not only do we empathize and put ourselves in their, their shoes. What that leads us to do is to understand that, man, if this person um, was, must have been treated so badly um, that they've grown up with so much insecurity that they, it's hard for them to trust people. So that's why they betrayed me and left me. Um, man, because uh, this person was uh, their parents, it can, wanted them to be a perfectionist, 
And they uh, basically made that a, a, a burden on them in their life now that they they kind of they hate failure and that's the reason they get angry and they lash out when things aren't exactly the way they're supposed to be. And so when we empathize with them, we can understand um, a little bit better how that person made the decision to hurt us. But here's what I want to say. Just like when we empathize, we're not excusing. The fact that we understand doesn't mean we underplay. It doesn't take away from the hurt that we've experienced. Um, we're not. Under, it's not like we're putting, um, trying to make a crap into roses. Listen, it was a crappy decision. Somebody hurt you, and we're gonna. We acknowledge that, um, but we're trying to understand um, with a better perspective how this person came about with these decisions. And so we look to empathize without excusing. Then we can understand without underplaying. And here's what that gets us: is then we can heal without hesitating. The moment we gain perspective and understanding why a person made the decisions they made, that hurt people hurt people, that when we begin to acknowledge that to be a truth in life, um, then we can begin the process of healing um, without having to kind of take three steps forward, two steps back. Now, that may still happen, but what it allows us to do, and Joseph did this beautifully, Joseph was able to heal from his brother's decisions against him and move forward with his life. Um, And I love this, and I want to challenge you with this, is, hey, take time today and to just kind of try to empathize with the people that hurt you. Now, I'm not telling you you need to be best friends. I'm not telling you you need to just let go of what they did to you and just pretend like it never happened. What I want you to do is to empathize so that you can understand for your benefit, so that you can heal, so that you can understand that it wasn't a reflection of you and what you've done, but it was a reflection of them and what happened to them and their life. And so listen, the hurt that they cause you is an extension of unresolved hurt in their life. Hurt people hurt people. And when we acknowledge that, we can empathize with them without excusing it. We can understand them without underplaying what they did. And then for us, that leads us to this incredible point where we can heal without hesitating. Let me pray for you. Lord, I pray for every person listening to this, that you would help them with this. This is not easy. This is difficult stuff, but it's real. People hurt us. People betray us. And we have to figure out how to live in a world where that is true. So Lord, help us empathize, help us understand, and help us heal, Lord, so that we can move on with our lives. Lord, we thank you, and we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.